Hello, and welcome to the Title Penny Podcast. I'm your host this and every week. My name is Willow. Your name is whatever your name is, and Haley's back. Howdy, podcast. And we got drunk last night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Planned to do a podcast. Didn't do a podcast. We knew that was coming, though. Yeah, no, this <laughs> happens every time we do this. We say, oh, we'll do a drunk podcast. It'll be funny. It'll be good. And then we just don't do it because nope. we're not in any sort of headspace to do that. Um, maybe one day, but... <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but I thought of this idea on the car because we were listening to Evanescence um, and Hailstorm and, you know, some other uh, female-fronted rock groups. And we, like, I came up with the idea to, especially because it's been a popular topic, mm-hmm. I guess, um, with Olivia Rodrigo's new album coming out. But um, I wanted to talk about why comparing other artists... To Paramore for the simple it's a girl and a guitar mm. why that's harmful and um it sucks annoying mm. <laughs> as a Paramore fan I can see either side of this mm. and it's just something I've been wanting to talk about because it's been a thing for a very long time yeah but I'm seeing it come to light again as more newer artists are releasing music especially because like pop punk is like the trend now yeah like, with travis barker get, hopping on every song yeah. he can yeah so, like, travis barker's on fucking everything <laughs> e-girl culture yep. is yep. blowing up and people started listening to the music to i guess better associate with the aesthetic um and i'm not trying to gatekeep or anything dress however you want listen to whatever you want but just just hear what i have to say about this about this in general and why it's not only like wrong like you're just wrong and it sounds nothing like anything but like why that shouldn't be the automatic comparison people go to is this distracting you no i'm good okay because it's just no he's he's got a creepy face (laughs) uh my screensaver's on and it's showing us different shows on different streaming networks i saw high school musical the series no i will not say the whole title i'm not gonna do that why not it's so much fun high school musical the musical the series Um, season two (laughs) (laughs) um Good transition. Um, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's album came out. It's great. I haven't listened to it fully the way through. I've listened to Good For You, and I really liked it. Um, and then everyone said it sounded like Misery Business by Paramore. And though I can kind of see where it comes from, mm-hmm. I, I got in an argument on Twitter. Not an argument, but like I saw a tweet that was like, oh, if, it, if you don't hear the comparison between uh, Olivia Rodrigo's new stuff and Paramore's old stuff, then you're too young. And I was like, dude, I've I liked Paramore <laughs> for 11 years now. Uh, I don't hear it. The only time that I do hear it is, and t- my sister pointed this out to me, but um, during the bridge when it goes kind of like, like there's a, the audio, like effect on it. Mm-hmm. That's when I kind of hear the Paramore old stuff because okay. they do that. They used to do that. Yeah. And but then like like it is just girl and guitar and like you can't right you can't go straight to Paramore with that because there's plenty of those. First of all, second exactly, of all, exactly, yeah. it's not just that. There's way more to it. Yeah. And I mean to to be influenced by a band, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Like Olivia clearly is influenced by Paramore. Mm-hmm. But like Paramore is an influential band, which like we'll also get into why. Like, there has been so much disrespect on Paramore when they were in, like, the emo scene mm. because they were fronted by a woman. And now every other band trying to make it into the scene is like, oh, you just want to be Paramore. Like, no! <laughs> women wanted to be Paramore. <laughs> women can be in music without wanting to be Another, Paramore. Yeah. 
for real. Unless you're tramp stamps, but that's a whole other oh. thing. That's, that's a whole other thing. But I guess my biggest qualm is that Paramore is not only not the first female-fronted punk band ever, like people think they are, but also because Paramore has switched up their sound so much. Several times. That when you're comparing someone to Paramore, you're usually comparing it to, like, the older stuff. Right. Which is just emo music. Exactly. The stuff they've moved past and the stuff that a million other people have created. Literally. Like, like I, w- I don't want to say it's not special because it's obviously very special to me. Well, yeah. But the emo, like, it was very innovative at the time. But now, especially, like you said, pop punk has become a trend again. And Machine Gun Kelly's hopped on it. Mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo's on it. Uh, Willow's doing a new Willow's album. doing Transparent Soul and shit. That stuff slaps. slaps. It's not a bad thing that this is coming no, back and God. more popular artists are making rock like It's rock nice influence. to hear guitars on the radio again. I agree. I totally agree with that. But there's also the sense of like the, the falsivity of it yeah. in just doing it for a trend when this music was originally made as alternative music. Right. And to go against this kind of thing. It's, and nothing nothing is immune to commercialization. But It's very weird for now that I'm thinking about it to see Emo, like, right now, for, so, Emo Trinity, give me your, your three. My Chemical Romance, Paramore, and Fall Out Boy, probably. Okay, so. Old uh, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, so. We don't talk about Manic. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Okay, that's what I'm going into here. Because, ow, my, on Tumblr, when you ask what the Emo Trinity is, you're gonna get Twenty One Pilots, Fall Out Boy, Panic of the Disco. First of all, 21 Pilots does not get to replace My Chemical Romance, and Panic of the Disco should not be on the emo trinity anymore. Yeah, wait, that's what I'm getting into. I know, because I'm just mad. <laughs> that's the, the, what is, his, crank that Frank, what is the YouTuber? Yeah, I think so. That's the him, like, version his of His version and of. So it's the internet's version of it. Sure. So, Fall Out Boy, pop now. Panic of yes. the Disco, pop now. 21 Pilots, very pop now. Yeah, what the, okay, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> But then you go to Olivia Rodrigo and all, like, the new, like, the, I don't know, the new teens of today. And yeah. they're all, repl- not replacing them, but, like, taking their spots as the pop punk for the little kids. Yeah, and, and I like that. It's nice to have, like, a new generation of it, especially when our generation of it decided to shit the bed. Um, I'm talking we, to you, Brendan Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been a piece of shit forever, but, yeah. like, all this shit coming out about him and, like... How he, like, everybody's saying, like, calling a band a sellout for, like, changing their sound is, like, stupid. It's ridiculous. But Brandon Urie's a sellout. Well, yes. Like, he's, sellout, sellout. That's not because he changed his sound. No. It's because it's, he's a sellout. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's definitely a sellout. He made a video of him being a puppet. Like, I'm just, well, I hate Literally this. a puppet. And, like, actually made that part of their right. lore for some reason. Yeah. I say they like it's more than one person. Brandon Urie yeah. is... <gasps> My sister brought something to my atten- attention that I did not realize. Oh, boy. Um, having to do with the new Twilight Pilots album. Oh, Before no. start that tangent. Oh, boy. Um, we tried listening to it. We really did. And I might try again on my own, but, like, I, won't. <laughs> I don't want to ruin my Spotify that bad. Valid. I don't want to do it. Do it on YouTube. Ooh, smart. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, no, she said, I, I don't keep up with Twilight Pilots lore anymore, but, like, I think she does just because that's the side of TikTok that she's on. Yeah. Um. So, she said that apparently the new sound has to do with, like, the lore that they're going with. Like, they're continuing Yeah, the I heard that they they're, have. like, stuck in Dima. Yeah, and right. And, and I this li- is propaganda. And I'm I like, I don't care. It's bad. I literally stopped the car and I was like, lore does not give you an excuse to be bad. 
Yeah. Lore can be good. Like, why would you purposely make a bad album? Right? Like, what? And people are enjoying it, so obviously it's not bad to everyone. And I think they know it's bad, but they know that they can fall back on the 14-year-olds that are gonna be like, woo! So, like... Yeah. Which bums me out, because, yeah. like, I mean, I was that way, too. Exactly. Like, when Blurry Face came out, I was so completely blind to what they were doing, and, right. like... To the, the glorification of depression. Yeah. yeah. Which they were doing in Vessel 2, but it yeah. felt more genuine, because they weren't performing for an audience Exactly. Yet. It was just writing songs about what they were feeling. Now, exactly. it's writing songs about what other people are feeling because they know it's, it's gonna sell because exactly. it's relatable and, exactly. but i've talked about this before having being in the 21 pilots fan base feels like an exclusive club that you really Super. don't want to be in yeah like a weird cult it's thing a click. like literally, literally that's their name but like nice. to only be welcomed if you're seriously mentally ill and like have all these things wrong with you and normal people don't get it it's very isolating i Super. think to a whole audience that, like, wants to enjoy them, it feels like they, they can't because right. it's, they're not special. Exactly. But. Sorry, you're not neurodivergent. Like, li- what does like, that mean? Like, lucky you. Yeah. I'm fucking jealous. If I could fucking go to the store without having to smoke an entire blunt. Right. To keep from having a panic attack, I would. Mm. Maybe not now, but, yeah. like, I would have. Back in the day. Yeah, back <laughs> before I was addicted to weed. Um, <laughs> but. Moving back towards the Paramore thing. Right. <laughs> which, like, we could just talk about emo music because I do that all the time anyway. But, like, to see, like people compared Billy to Paramore at one point, And I was like, where? Right. Where? Because like, she's alternative? Ex- it, that's the only reason. Because she doesn't fucking use synthesizers. Although Paramore uses synthesizers now. now. That's, like, the whole thing. Like, they used a synth and after laughter. They used marimbas. Like, <laughs> the marimbas. Do-do, do-do. Yeah. But the first thing... Uh, my sister said when we were listening to it yesterday was, I hear old Billy in this, like, Ocean Eyes style. Like, it's listening the, to what? Uh, listening to Olivia Rodrigo's album. Okay. Because, like, yeah, we, we decided we heard a couple things. We heard old Billy in, mm-hmm. like, the lyrics, because she's 17, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, we heard a little bit of Paramore just in the effects that she was using on, like, this And is, that's fine. Like, exactly. you can be, in, again, you can be it's influenced by influence. band. It's all It's not, but, like, like sound. If you told Olivia Re- uh, Rodrigo, you sound like Paramore, either that would inflate her ego to the point where, like, she would try to sound like Paramore right. and it wouldn't work. And, and nobody she would copycat. No, and no one would like it because it's been done. Exactly. Or she'd be offended because she wants, wants to make her own music and and she's also 17 and finding herself so obviously she's gonna be influenced by a ton of other people right it was said that she was influenced by taylor swift she's friends with taylor swift like can also top write one of the songs on the album yeah exactly so there's like she's finding her sound right and that includes experimenting with sounds that have existed and have been you know done already yeah you could go through and there's nothing wrong with that and people fail to see like oh they're trying to be paramore she's trying to be paramore like no nah, i don't think so first album she's trying to figure herself out yeah she she doesn't have time to figure out how to be someone else she doesn't know who she she's, is she's yet been she's singing, 17 she's been singing disney songs exactly. for most of her childhood so now she's trying to write her and then own. she goes through this major heartbreak yeah and you're in like in front of everybody yeah and so what i you could literally go through each song on the album and dictate what it sounds like. Like, Brutal is the first song on the album. You could do that with any song. Exactly. Though. And I immediately was like, all right, this is Riot Girl. It sounds very right. It's got like the. Yeah, the, I felt that too. Hard hitting beats. And, and that's really cool. Because exactly. Riot Girl coming back is something I've I've yes. genuinely enjoyed. Exactly. Um, and seeing all these, these female, like female fronted bands mm-hmm. and these completely made of queer people of color and right. like all these, you know. And we talked, I talked about this last week, but the like the local scene is starting to blow up a little bit and like the DIY scene is becoming more mainstream because of the trends that are happening so DIY right. music is it's is more 
like cultivated than it was, which unfortunately leads way to people manipulating their bandmates, Eric. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. But we talked about that last week. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, say I like Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and good sleepy. Good sleepy and has good sleepy. new music out. Yes. And also oh shit, what was I listening to the other day? Maybe yeah, the Alter's pretty good too. Yeah, they're a really good band. They got signed to Field by Ramen. Yes. Um, but to hear that like newer artists because they use guitars and because like it sounds like Paramore is just so reminiscent to me of like finding other female fronted bands when I was a kid because that's what I wanted. I wanted more girls in music. Yeah. And seeing comments on these YouTube videos of Hey Monday, Automatic Love Letter, oh. fucking Flyleaf, Evanescence, New Year's Day, all saying, oh, they want to be Paramore. Oh, they want to be Paramore. First of all, Evanescence. Around first. Yeah. Very, like, For, no blueprint. <laughs> and, like, Evanescence is heavier music, yes. in my opinion. There's a difference between pop, like, punk, pop punk, metal. They're all subgenres, and exactly. Paramore is one of them. Like, to not have all of them. A, an yeah. emo band with a woman. Does oh my god! Yeah, it's just I'm, I feel like I am a broken record at this point. Woman in front does not mean Paramore. There you go. Tag and par- like Paramore was really influenced by No Doubt. Exactly. And No Doubt was like the band in the late '90s that was like, oh, they want to be like No Doubt. Oh, exactly. they want to be like No Doubt. Paramore came out. Oh, they want to be like No Doubt. Paramore took over that, mm-hmm. and now it's they want to be Paramore. They want to be Paramore. Paramore has been around for 15 years now, 16 something stupid like that. That sounds right. And not once have I ever heard anything else that sounds exactly like Paramore that wasn't actually trying to be Paramore. Exactly. So the, the like, the tramp stamps with I'd Rather Die, definitely trying to rip off Misery Business, mm-hmm. definitely trying to, like, give that vibe. But they're industry plans, so who gives a fuck? Right, they, like, like, they were told to do that. And even if they weren't, even if they just like, wanted to do that, that they didn't do it the right way, so no. you can definitely tell it's it's forced and it's, it's not what yeah. they want to be singing about. Exactly. But Olivia, again, is 17 years old. Haley Williams was 16 when Paramore started. I don't think Paramore was the most original band ever in 2004, 2005. No. They were different because they had a girl in the front. Right. And you can't expect anybody to be original anymore because, like, everything's, everything's been, been done. done. Yes. Everything's been fucking done. If, like, you can take that and spin it your own way, but exactly. nothing is... Around. Like, when Six More comes out, people are going to start comparing it to something or other. Exactly. And that's totally fine. And it's just, why would you want to waste your time doing that instead of just enjoying it? And right. being like, oh, I like this band, and this kind of, like, is influenced by this band. Maybe I like this person. Then you find new music that way. That's how that works. Exactly. There's no way you can make something that's never, ever been done before. There are only so many fucking chords you can play. Yeah. There are only so that. many fucking notes you got. Yeah. Like. And I'm not saying music is, like, limited. You can do whatever you want with it. It's right. just a matter of what you want to do if you're doing it for the right reasons, I guess. You know what I mean? Yes. It's so frustrating. The <laughs> other side of this is that it never happens to male front Never! Fucking never! This is never! also an issue of misogyny, um, as is Always. Everything. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because, <laughs> like, I could go on about that. Like... Machine Gun Kelly covered Misery Business and everyone thought it was his oh song. God, I, I saw a comment on a TikTok that was like, wait, you're telling me Misery Business is a cover and it's not by Machine Kelly? No. How fucking old are you? <laughs> 12? Get off the internet. Oh my god. Says you. <laughs> yeah, I should yeah. not have been on the internet when I was 12, to be honest with you. Those marks are still there. Oof. Y'all can still see some of those videos. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Um, But like, 
Alright, let's go, let's... Mm. Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco got compared to each other, and that was the extent of it, but they do sound the same. They do. The vocals are very similar. I was, I was totally against that when I was oh, yeah. a stan of both of them, because, like, no, they're different bands. Right. Not only... That's because of Soul Voice. <laughs> <laughs> but not only was Brendan Urie completely influenced by Patrick Stump yep. and Pete Wentz, like, yep. Pete Wentz signed them to their, right. like, baby, like, to his label that's underneath Field by Ramen called Decay Dance. Mm. Um, because of course I know everything about Panic at the Disco uh, because my 12-year-old brain is still in here somewhere. But they never are like, oh, My Chemical Romance wants to be Nirvana. Right. Or Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Are the same band. <laughs> are the same band, even though they are. And <laughs> yeah. Soundgarden's just a better version of Pearl Jam. Oh, there it is. <laughs> my mom will not kill me because she likes Soundgarden more than Pearl Jam now. Uh, Hi, mom. Taste, um, taste. But... I was, I looked on Twitter and Olivia tweeted, um, the top, like, the big four yeah. grunge bands, and everyone got pissed. I was like, I'm sick of the Pearl Jam slander, and we're like, someone had to be less. Right. Like, and obviously, so out of all four of those, Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam is the worst. Top. I'm sorry. Yes. Allison James was at the top. Fact. Well, no. Mm. Mm. Soundgarden. Soundgarden's better than Allison Shades, in my opinion. I'm gonna switch those two. Nirvana can be third. Yep. It, all across the board, Nirvana yeah. can be third. <laughs> Nirvana's not as good as everyone says they are. I like Nirvana. I like Nirvana. I'm not saying Nirvana's a bad band. My right. dad's gonna come up and yell at me. Um, <laughs> but to like, I d they're only legendary because Kirk. I'm sorry. Right? Like, yeah. it, they had what three albums, Dude, and they all idea. sounded the fucking same. Okay, here's here's that. Hmm. I this is something I've just noticed. I don't know if this is entirely true or if I'm just listening to one strain of music, but. Female, I don't like the words female-fronted, but... Yeah, no, me either. Also, stop calling bands with girls as singers female-fronted. That's uh, not a no, genre. not a thing. Not a genre. But... Also, they might not be women, you don't know. True. <laughs> but bands that are, I don't know, female-led? I don't know what to say. Yeah, no. The female like, lead singer. Female-fronted. Fem yeah, female-fronted bands tend to change up their sound more often. Because women are better. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but there it is. Um, <laughs> T. <but> anyway... <laughs> You listen to No Doubt, and they have changed their sound a million and a half times. Mm. You go to Foo Fighters, they still sound the same. Foo Fighters have a formula. Yeah. My dad and I have spoken about this. They go quiet at the bridge, and then they do their yell, and then the whole song is just the same, like, da -na 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 -na. like, I will put, you know what I mean? I How many songs do you think that was? Which song was that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm my neighbor. Put this here. I love Foo Fighters. I, you know, I like that I formula a lot. <laughs> love Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl is the most successful rock guy I've ever seen. I want in my him life. to be my dad. I love him. Your dad's fine. My dad's fine, but I'd also like Dave Grohl. <laughs> Two dads. Two dads. Be right. And a mom. And a mom. And I'm sure your mom would be fine with that. Oh, Dave Grohl's yes, attractive. she would. Um, <laughs> Anywho, what? No, I. How many times? Oh my god. What? I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah. I had a dream that Anthony Kiedis was my father again. <laughs> I don't. Again. Again. I, I've had multiple dreams. <laughs> I've had multiple dreams where Anthony Kiedis is my dad or a father adjacent figure to me. Okay, but I, I'm I'm with you because I have the same dream, but with Dave Grohl. Like what? Why? Not part of this. No, at all. Tangent. But like, why? Growing up with musicians like that, I I have this thing where I picture them as my like their parental figures because they're so nostalgic. Yeah, that makes Dave sense. Dave Grohl is one. Amy Lee is another one. 
Uh, we're seeing Evanescence in December. We're seeing Evanescence in December. In the pit. I'm, I'm fucking gonna lose cry. it. Lose my mind. Anyway. anyway. Emily, <gasps> Pink is one. Just because they, like, Pink and Emily remind me of my mom. Dave Roll doesn't remind me of my dad, but he's a dad figure. He's that a dad. Of, he is a dad. He's always been Anthony a dad. Anthony is also a dad, but I'm sure he's not a good one. Oh. I think his his wife, the mother of his kid, is, like, 30 years younger than him, too. Holy shit. Yeah, but, like, whatever. Anyway. Uh, yes, anywho. Um, <laughs> I read his biography. He's a crazy man. Um, but to have... You're right. Women do change up their sound more. And I feel as though women also go through a lot more trauma in general. Right. Just the the subject of misogyny and, you know, being talked down to in the music industry. Because Haley Williams has talked about it a lot. How yeah. sexist and evil the music industry is. And how, you know... She was signed as a solo artist to Atlantic Records when she was 15, and she was like, I'm never going to go solo. And even when she did, she had her band help her. Right, like they were there the whole time. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, oh, she sold out, she made a solo album. Like, she made it with Paramore. Not only did she make it with her band members, but she separated it because she felt as though this was a topic that needed to be discussed as her own. Right. Because if she made this a Paramore... First of all, it wouldn't be a Paramore album. It wouldn't make any sense as a Paramore album. Exactly. But... It's her personal trauma, mm-hmm. and she she found a way to be creative about it and make her own sound that's different from Paramore enough to be its own thing, but it you can also definitely tell that she's got her bandmates behind her, and right. she's got people... It needs her name on it. Exactly. Because, because it's her experience, her and yeah. like she didn't want to put that on her band members and be like, hey, I just went through this really traumatizing divorce, I was cheated on, I was treated like shit, let's make an album, and yeah. they're like the fuck what do we've we con- never been through that what do we contribute to this <laughs> exactly like besides producing and directing music videos We're what do we do you, but uh... yeah but um <laughs> i would feel like i f- she felt wrong doing it and like which is valid I mean, and i totally agree members. yeah exactly i feel like if it were a paramore album people would re- review it yeah horribly yeah it, but it, it did like really well as a solo album because it's a solo album and she yeah. like, it was about her and it was very personal, and I'm so proud of that woman. I love her so much. I remember when I was uh, in my freshman year of school for my English class, for our last essay, we had to write, um, we had to analyze a song and its lyrics and stuff, and I did Fake Happy. And so I was reading. She wants to be me so bad. Oh, I'm my kidding. God. I'm kidding. It's my brand, though. <laughs> it is. But um, I was reading the Pitchfork review for After Laughter. I think it got a six, which is ridiculous. But when you say that, like, if she had put all of this trauma into a Paramore album, it would have been rated poorly. I agree. Because After Laughter was rated so bad because it was, like... Different. Different. Not emo enough. I I remember something saying, like, it sounds like this high school girl's, like, diary and blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah. But, like, that's not... Like, she's a grown woman, like, airing Reflecting out her- Reflecting it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Grudges is about her longtime friend who was forced away from their band to come back. Like, Fake Happy is about pretending and, exactly. like- Rose Colored Boy is about other people who see the world so nicely and, like, it's just- it's a very mature album for them and to, for it to be discounted as, like, a high school Like, a, a whi- it was, like, whiny. And I was like, the fuck does that mean? Yeah, no, I, I remember watching, like, the top, like, okay, there was a YouTuber I used to watch called A Dose of Buckley. Mm-hmm. He is... I know that You name. definitely do. He was really... I don't know why I found him, but he was very, like, cynical and very, like, nihilistic and everything. 
There's a picture of him with a Fight Club book, and I think that's what got me into him in the first uh, place. I was like, hey, you read Fight Club, you must have good opinions. Uh, Not true. Yeah. Um, he rated Hard Times as a runner-up for one of the worst songs of 2017, because... Oh my god. And he's, he also rated Ain't It Fun, like, top three of whatever year it came out. Dude. <laughs> like before it won a Grammy, but whatever. Yeah, um, it's a fun song, but it's not above hard times. I agree. <laughs> but like both of them, he was like, oh, this person has never been through anything. Like the, you've been in the music industry since you were 18. You've had it made since you were this young, like blah, blah. Like, first of all, people in the music industry, believe it or not, people in bands, people who have this privilege of like performing in front of their millions of fans, they're still people. They still go through trauma. They still go through things. Yeah. Not related to to being in a band, touring, making money. First of all, Haley Williams is not by any means a millionaire. No. She and if she is, like her it's all to her label. Right. You know what I mean? Like the label is the one taking most of this credit. Exactly. For like the the monetary credit at least. Haley Williams still lives in her hometown in a house. Right. She doesn't live in fucking LA on a, in the hills and the fucking he's not she's not Jeffrey Star. Oh no. She's not like living this celebrity life celebrity dream life she's not only advocating for her local politics and black lives matter and i think she's posted about palestine as well before taking her internet vacation but she works at her company like she's a ceo of her company and she like actually goes to work and talks to these people like they're people she's 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 friends with them like she doesn't treat them like shit like the fucking ceo of arctic fox um but anyway she and, like, yes, I am so far up her ass, I could definitely see through the gap in her teeth, but... <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence. Oh, my God. I'm so glad there's digital evidence that you just fucking said that. Oh, my God. Am I wrong? I'm like, so far up her ass, I can see through the gap in her teeth. Hello, SpongeBob. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I am still aware that she... I, I would say she has no idea who I am, but that's not true. Um, that's true. She's a, your fan at this point. <laughs> exactly. We're best friends. Anyway, um, but she is a real person, and she shows that she's a real person. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of these bands that quote-unquote try to be this type of music aren't doing. No. Machine Gun Kelly is a millionaire. Yes. He's dating fucking Megan Fox, Fox, bro. First of all, his dick must be huge. Right? There's no other way. doesn't make sense otherwise. Everyone's like, oh my god, she's kind of... She's got weird taste. She's kind of (laughs) kooky. She's a little weird. She's a little weird. But She's been dating a man that's like 10 years older than her for the past... Yeah, she now she's having a crisis and having one... uh, Dating a man younger than her. A little bit. He's only a little bit younger. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm glad she's happy. Right? Yeah. And he seems like an okay enough dude that like... like. Obviously, for his tendencies to um, say weird, ignore pedophilia. Yeah, that's <laughs> wrong um, and gross. Super gross. Anyway. But moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but to have all these bands try to be Paramore, quote unquote, that yeah. you and like lack the thing that makes Paramore Paramore exactly is so frustrating to see because it seems that people still underestimate Paramore after their Grammy award winning, top selling, exactly. platinum. They are like musicians. Exactly. I, they make their own music. They write their own music. They produce. The, Taylor York is a producer now. Like, which is awesome. Zach Farrow directs music videos, and Haley has two whole solo albums. One of which she produced and wrote and recorded all in her house, mm-hmm. and and it was still amazing. Amazing work. Like incredible lyricism. Music. Like she taught herself to play guitar better for it. Like it, it's just. And then you see these people who are 
tramp stamps. And you're like, why would you compare the two? Yeah. Why would you put that effort in? The only comparison maybe is the instruments they're using. And hey, everyone uses those. There's only one Everyone uses instruments. Like, I'm about to make... That's why a band is, like, made up of these four instruments. It's because everyone fucking uses them. If you have a saxophone player in your band, you're different. Yeah. Congratulations. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. That's why 21 Pilots was so attractive at first. They had a ukulele and a drum kit and a piano, no bass, no guitar. Right. Until Tyler taught right. himself bass. Right. <laughs> and that and then that was weird. And like all of it was like electronic and mm-hmm. interesting. But it wasn't like EDM. Exactly. It was just electronic emo, which was new and exciting. Exactly. Mixed with rap, and then they said, Oh, this is not rap, this is not hip hop. And I was like, Oh, so you're discounting inc- everything you've taken from right. and colonizing it like a white person. Got it. Got I'm it, Tyler. Anyway, make- Black Lives Matter. Uh, I'm gonna make a metaphor. That might be entirely ridiculous and not make any sense, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so, in... Oh, okay. Please go. We may have to cut this out, but... Why? Because I feel stupid saying it, but... No! In the Star Wars universe... (laughs) Oh my god, okay. (laughs) How do you understand? (laughs) In the Star Wars universe, when you get a lightsaber, inside the lightsaber, there is this thing called a kyber crystal, and the kyber crystal is, like, whatever color the crystal is is what color your saber is going to be, and it's what makes it either a light side or a dark side or whatever. It is the saber's personality, essentially. But, without a kyber crystal, they're all still light sticks. Yes. So, your band needs a kyber crystal. You need a personality to make you different from somebody else. Because they're all lightsabers, but it's the crystal that makes them different. Does that make any sense? No, it definitely does. Okay. They, they have their unique, like, part of them. Right. Like, their, their thing that makes them different, or their th- that makes them have something to land on, I guess. Like, right, some like, sort of, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, para- like, tramp stamps are trying to sound like Paramore. Fine. They both are the same light stick. Paramore has that crystal because they're a different light stick. Yeah. Tramp stamps does not. They are lacking a crystal. They are lacking a light stick. Wow. Exactly. And we use Tramp Stamps as an easy example because, because obviously they're not a real band. Right. They're, they're they are fucking... trying to sound like Paramore. Like, exactly. This is the one comparison that is warranted because they are legitimately trying to sound like Paramore. And you can only say they're trying to sound like Paramore. Exactly. Everyone who's saying they sound like Paramore is missing Wrong. the entire point. Because they're missing the crystal. Exactly. You can't sound like Paramore unless you have that crystal. Sorry. And no one has that crystal. And no one but has the crystal. Paramore. But Paramore, thank and you. And then, like, Evanescence and Paramore is one I've seen a lot. Which is ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. I know they've both used religious trauma in their music. Yeah. That's to the extent of it, I think. Yeah. I think as though... What? I think <laughs> Amy Lee has definitely influenced Taylor Williams. Yeah. And to some extent. Even a little bit. I didn't sing it. Amy Lee has influenced me. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, but they sound nothing alike, and I've seen the comparison over and over again. Paramore and Evanescence should make a song together. They should collab. They should do this. I would shoot my pants. <laughs> Not only... Yeah. But... <laughs> Besides the point. I just don't know what it would sound like right now because nope. I haven't listened to Evanescence's newest album yet. So it still I... sounds like the old stuff. Okay. <laughs> and After Laughter is just not... It wouldn't work. No. And I think it's so funny that people do that, too, is, like, they take two of their favorite artists and they're like, oh, my God, they should collab, like, Olivia Rodrigo and Paramore or I keep seeing Billie Eilish and Paramore or Olivia Rodrigo and Billie Eilish or Halsey and Paramore is no, one I've seen a lot. What would that Or sound Paris like? and Halsey because they know each other. Or Paris and Paramore, which I would die for. Yep. Paris is also one. They're, they're yeah. less popular, but Paris gets compared to Paramore all the fucking time. Especially because, it, well, it was a trio. It was a trio of two guys and a girl, and the girl was the main event, quote-unquote, pretty much, yeah. yeah. 
the the brains behind the whole thing. Which Haley is not the full brains behind Paramore. I'll be honest. Taylor York is probably okay. the biggest Paramore brain out of the three of them. Right. But that's besides musically the point. anyway. She, yeah, she lyrically. Well, Taylor writes lyrics too. Oh right, never mind. Yeah, you know who doesn't write lyrics? Jeremy. Jeremy Davis. Davis. <laughs> Yes, he does. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uchi, uchi, wali, blah, blah, blah. Stop. Not the germ. F- not germ beats. Not um, germ beats. Oh, my God. But, like, <laughs> but Lynn has, I mean, their sound is similar in the fact that it's emo, but first of all, Lynn's a lesbian. Yep. So, automatically, very different vibe. She's, you can tell she's talking about women in the ways that she writes. Right. You can tell that she... They're not heavier, but they're more... They're definitely angrier, I think, than Paramore ever oh, yeah. was. Yeah. Like, the angst is definitely there. Lynn is... Lynn has said she's been to Paramore shows, and Paramore's the reason she wanted to be right. a musician. So they are influenced. They don't exactly. sound like there's a big difference. And Paris has their own image. They have their own vibe. Exactly. They have like They have their own personality. A different crystal, yes. if you will. And <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm gonna carry on this metaphor, because it's great. But... To, to see two bands that are similar in any way, shape, or form and compare them is just mind-boggling, I guess, to me. And I, like, get, it's like, to a certain extent, fine, compare them, whatever. But, right. like, once you start, like... Bringing down Paramore to bring up somebody else. Yeah, it, it becomes very weird. Yeah. Because Paramore is a very influential band mm-hmm. and just... Enigma yes. in the emo community. And a lot of people have been recognizing that lately. Paramore's getting their their due diligence finally. Yeah. Um it's about damn time. Yeah, for real. They've been around for 15 years and they were discredited for so much. Like through like they didn't win a Grammy until 2013. And they'd been nominated before. Although they lost to Amy Winehouse, which is fine. Well, yeah. That's valid. But they've been nominated for so much more than they've won, which is crazy to me because it's like they're so close, and then they get beat out because it's a man, right. or, or because that, of something else. That um, is why I always wished, like, stuff like the APMAs and stuff was a higher quality show. Oh my god, the APMAs sucked they did. so bad they the first two years. Like, But I wanted them to be higher quality because it was finally my people getting recognized for the music they exactly. were making. Exactly, yeah. Because the Grammys doesn't do that. Like, now Grammys I can appreciate never does the, that. No. Now I can appreciate the Grammys because, like, Phoebe Bridgers and Billie Eilish. Although Phoebe Bridgers wasn't even... She was snubbed. We're not going to talk about it. Snubbed over and over and over again. Anyway. Billie Eilish was not. No, she was not. Absolutely <laughs> she not. She deserved every and she won one of them. For, they won... They didn't, it wasn't on TV, but they won for um, their Bond song, which they showed up. This was fantastic. Nice. And they wrote on the fucking boss. Anyway. I love them. Regardless. Um, but, like, it was never my people getting recognized. And even now, the Rock Award... Was a whole bunch of people I've never heard of. First of all, yeah. mostly male. Second of all, always. And it wasn't. It was like it was hardly rock anymore. And I was like, the fuck is it this? It was commercialized it rock. It was commercialized. And rock. I've noticed that a lot with like the MTV Music Awards and stuff. Like yeah. rock means Imagine Dragons, always Twenty One Pilots, Panic at the Disco, which is not a rock band anymore. Not, not even close. They were ne- no. well, they were, but like not. not no, really they were. Rock. They, they were, were a little bit, but not they even. They were emo. They were emo music, yeah. and emo music was its own thing. And we don't, we don't even get a category, which is like it, I guess it was like alternative music. So, like, people just kind of ignored it, and they were like, oh, this isn't going to take off, and then it did, and then people were like, oh, let's capitalize on this, and now it's bad again. Right. And, like, even in smaller scenes, you, you're realizing that people are being compared to other bands. Yeah. And it just gets so exhausting to make music. Like, if Lilac Queen blows up any more than they do, they will get that Paramore comparison. 100%. 
because Lily has said that they're influenced by All We Know Is Falling, and that's totally valid. Like, but they're they're their own band. What? Lilac Queen is fucking incredible. Listen to them. I did shut up. Facts. Um. Anyway, I had them on my podcast before they were signed. So <gasps> that was so much fun. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, you were there. I was. It was great. I, like, I appreciated like part of something. <laughs> I yeah no I, I was so surprised that they agreed to that. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. But to I guess I'm going around in circles, but. Paramore is their own band. Yep. They always have been. Yep. And yes, people are going to sound like them and try to do what they did, but it's been done, like you said. Right. And even Paramore wasn't doing anything too crazy until probably self-titled After Laughter. Yeah. All their albums are great. I'm not saying that, but it was emo music. Exactly. Guitars, drums, angsty lyrics. It's not necessarily that somebody sounds like Paramore. They just sound like what Paramore sounds like, which is music with guitars in it. Yeah. Like... It's just, it's all encapsulated in misogyny. instruments and misogyny. Because <laughs> when you're a girl and you have a guitar, girls can't play guitars unless they want to be Paramore. Exactly. Right? When you're a guy with a guitar, oh my god, you're a musical genius. You're a musical genius, yes. and you only know how to play Wonderwall. Oh. But that's fine, because you're a man, and you won't get the same shit. Nope. And I don't, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anything from a male musician that's, like, rocked my world. I have. Who? Look it up. <laughs> Doesn't See, even know female, by name. No, female musicians immediately come to mind because that's who I've been listening to lately. But yeah, I have a whole playlist. Yes. Men deserve nothing, and it's just women in non-binary people's music right. because it's better. It is. Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith rocks my world a lot. Elliot Smith is an older artist, though. True. Keep that in mind. Okay. I will. Yes. I will. I haven't heard anything from a current male artist recently no. that has rocked my world. No. Me either. Except for maybe, all right, well. If you say Machine Gun Kelly, you're getting, no, I you're getting kicked movements. out of this. Movements can fucking kiss me. I love them. <laughs> um, movements? Should we say a popular male artist? Because, I mean, more radio friendly, I guess. Like, yes, that's what I mean. Because, like, Citizen did some good shit with their new album. Yep. Movements' new album is fucking incredible. Fire. I didn't care for Knuckle Pucks 2020. I never listened to the full thing. Nah. But. Watsky, oh my god. Watsky. I would never. <laughs> Watsky was never popular to the point where he was influenced, I guess, to make radio-friendly music. Thank God. Because, I mean, like, he's weird. He right. also started on the internet, which, like, a lot That's of people... different. Yeah, a lot of people who start on, like, YouTube and stuff and start doing other things that aren't music-related and aren't signed to a huge label, like, they're not going to get the same attention. Like, Watsky's been around for a while. A long time. And no one fucking knows who he is unless exactly. you're, like, a fan. Which so. is kind of refreshing. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love being, Makes like... Makes going to the shows easier. Yeah, the shows are so much fucking smaller and easier to get tickets to, and you could just say hi to him for free. Like, it's Dude. just... And he has such a loyal, like, group of fans yeah. that, like, he continues to tour and, like... Because he treats them like people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of mainstream artists can't do with their fans. Right. Which is not always to their fault. Sometimes there are literally just too many. Yeah. Like, in the Billy documentary, when they were like, oh, come meet all these people, and she was like, I'm tired. I want yeah. to be done. Like, that's her right as a person. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And a lot of people forget that musicians are also people. Exactly. It's which not we that talked she, about. Yes. It's not that she hates you. She doesn't hate you at all. She's just a kid, and she's tired. She was fucking 18. Exactly. Like, she wasn't even prepped for it either. No. And in the documentary, she's meeting all these, like... People who, like, yeah, people who, like, know people who like her. 
It's not. They've never that, heard that was of her. Other, her so she, she mentioned that she was like, "It's not my fans. These are not people who like. Yeah, me. exactly. Want to hug at a picture so they can say they got one. Exactly. Like she would spend hours with her fans. Exactly. If she could. And I know Paramore would do the same if they could too. Like, exactly. I've met Paramore. Even though Haley was on vocal rest, she made a point to like interact with me mm-hmm. and be nice to me. I've met other bands that don't do that. Right. <laughs> Twenty One Pilots. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they did it first. I met them after before they were big. There was no ego. There was still an ego I mean, there. Yeah, Tyler is <laughs> a weird dude, but Josh was very nice every time I met him. He was always very kind because he's Josh Dunn, and Josh Dunn has no faults of his own. <laughs> um, he just hangs out with a piece of shit. <laughs> um, I don't know if Tyler's that bad anymore, but like he's definitely super ignorant and not willing, not willing to change, which no. is really annoying. Ego, ego, huge, ego, huge. Please experience ego death now. <laughs> um. But, like, I have met other bands that, like, don't give you the time of day and, like, don't want to talk to you, and you can kind of feel it, and then it ruins the experience for you. They always say, don't meet your heroes. In some in some cases, they're right. I'm very glad I never met Brendan Urie. Yeah. I feel like something would have clicked inside of me the second I met him, and I would have been like, never again. There's that one picture. <laughs> That's as close as I'll ever get, because I'm never going to another panic no, show again. No, God, why would you? be boring. No, their shows are fun. Well, Probably because I always go with Max, and Max and I have a good time. But it's just, it's the same set list, too. Yeah. That's and if you, if you want to talk about failure to change and failure to grow, Pray for the Wicked, to, The Death of a Bachelor, and Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die are the same font. Yep. The same font. Just different sizes. Yep. Maybe one's italic. I don't know. <laughs> Death of a Bachelor is a little better than the other two. Yeah. But the themes of cigarettes, Las Vegas, and sex. And, That's all he writes about it. And Catholicism or Mormonism yep. trauma. Which, like, fine. But it's over and over and over again. And then he just has to show that he can belt. Yep. And then it. he just has to show that he can do a ballad. And then he has to show that... He can have a featured artist, and it can be... A radio hit. A radio hit. Like, he is doing this for the sake of the industry. He's not doing it for the sake of doing it. He's not doing it for the sake of, I want to continue to make music under this name. If he had rebranded himself as Brendan Urie or as another project and stopped calling himself Panic! at the Disco and let Ryan Ross re-record every single thing on the first two albums... Oh my god. Maybe I would give him a little more respect. That's what heaven looks like. <laughs> yeah. Is Ryan the- Ross re-recording yes. of A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Yep. Please and thank you. Yep, thank you. Um, and when I was younger, I hated Ryan Ross. Why? I don't know. Because I loved Brendan Urie. Right. And Brendan Urie was the, antithesis. the opposite of Brian Ross, yeah. pretty much. But we all hated Brent Wilson. The- and now Brent Wilson's in jail, apparently. Oh my god. Which, which checks out, I the- think. Um, <laughs> I just... <sighs> I don't know. Comparing bands to other bands is inevitable. Right. I won't lie. And I'm not angry about that because things sound like other things. Yeah. But again, solo artist that uses guitar to figure out who she is as a person because guitars are instruments and believe it or not, instruments are usually used in music. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's real or not, it's something she's figuring out. Paramore's definitely not the only influence on this album. No, no, no. She's very 
it, it's very poppy compared to Paramore. Mm-hmm. If anything, maybe Still Into You is, like, the closest you'll get. Yeah. But their voices are different. Mm-hmm. Their their lyricism is different. Very. And it's... It's different. It's close. It's its own In some way. Crystal. But everyone's got their own thing. And if you don't have your own thing, it's very clear that you don't have your own thing. Exactly. And it's it's very forced. Olivia Rodrigo is 17, yep. and this is her first full-length album. Obviously, she's going to get a lot of comparisons because she hasn't made her own sound yet. Right, and each song sounds the same but different because they all sound like her writing, mm. but musically they all sound different. Yeah, because she doesn't know what kind of music she wants yet. fits. Which is valid because she's a child and this is her first album. Exactly, and like all we know is Falling didn't sound anything like After Laughter. No. So. What else where, where she'll go? We don't know which, and like if she starts... Moving the Paramore route, and she starts like going that way. Good for her. Exactly. If she's if she's moving into like rock music, which I don't think is going to happen because no. she's blowing the fuck up. And usually they don't go that way when they're. But I hope she takes a Billy route where she blows the fuck up and then uses that to do whatever she wants. Yeah, and because like Billy doesn't make always pop friendly. No, music. like I mean, I was surprised by your power. Exactly, and like, like my future is acoustic. Sick. Yeah, that's true. Wonderful. Only yeah. she could do that. Oh, well, not only she, but, like, she's but, one of the few that could do that because she's huge and can do whatever she wants. Exactly. She got big super fast, yes. and I can't imagine how overwhelmed she was, but Olivia's also- she's probably gonna go a similar route that way yes. instead of, you know, Paramore because of how she's being portrayed right now. Exactly. As a solo artist who is pretty much coming- not out of nowhere, she did have- like, no- She's no a Disney kid. No blow up, like, no artist that blows up it comes from nowhere. Right. Like, they have some backing something. Yeah. And, hi, Bob's Burgers. But. I can hear you. Um, but she, she's a solo artist. She has a, a good foundation. Like, people know who she is. So, so it's kind of hard to, like, figure out who you are under this whole spotlight, I guess. Right. So she might have some difficulty at first. She might not make great music because she wants to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Billy did the same thing. She was like, I want people to like it. Yeah. And I mean, it worked. Yeah, people so liked it. it. Yeah. Definitely liked it. It's a fun time. Because she made music that she knew people would like, but also still sounded like Billy. Yeah. And that's that's where it is if you can stay true to yourself while also making something that you know is gonna be radio friendly. Exactly. Which is hard to do. Exactly. Because you shouldn't you should never aim to be famous. You should never aim right. to be on the radio. Right. And like Olivia Rodrigo has a following. People know who she is. Yeah. So she doesn't have to I guess try to be known. Mm-hmm. But, she already is. But she has to show who she is. Right. Because people don't like people see her as an actress. They don't see her as her own musician yet. And you know, I don't see her as trying to copy anyone. No. By putting out a solo album, like good for her. She's fucking seventeen. I wish I could have done that. Right. I can't sing. I don't know how to play instruments. I'm trying. It's not. It's not going very well. Yeah. <laughs> but like even the other rock bands, like the smaller rock bands who are like influenced by Paramore and they're like fronted by women and they're like, hey, I did this because I saw Paramore in seventh grade and like I, I really want to be in a band, but they don't make the same music as Paramore. Like you're. Not Paramore. Right. And that's that's all that matters. And they know that. And if that's you're trying to be Paramore, why are you trying to be Paramore? Because Paramore already exists. Yeah. It's because we're starving for the sixth album. <laughs> it's true. Sixth <laughs> album, get on it. 
They are on it. I know. I don't know how far. Faster, folks. I I would like Haley Williams to just come back, drop something cryptic, and leave again at this point. I'll take anything. Avocado pictures and such. Yeah, what the hell is going on (laughs) with that? They're fucking selling $100 Earth Day shirts, and they sell, they send signed Polaroids of random objects to their fans. (laughs) Kind of wishing I got a shirt. Yeah. It was like 80 bucks, though. Something stupid. For a good cause. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm poor, so. A good cause would just be me. Hello? Do you have anything else to add on the stop comparing women to Paramore front? <laughs> um, no, I was content that my metaphor ended up making Working? a little bit of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not the most Star Wars expert, but that's I'm one dead. thing that I know. <laughs> that's fucking funny. It's just, I hope that as more women come out with music and make music and do different things with music and show how creative they are, that people will stop comparing them to other people. They will never stop. I know it will never stop, but I can hope. I can dream. Yeah. And people are getting so mad when you say you can't hear it. Yeah. It's something I've also seen, like, oh, how do you not hear Paramore on this? How do you not, like, how are they, how is she not copying Paramore? Like, like it's a guitar, dude. Right? Like, I hear kind of what you're talking about, but I hear a guitar that sounds like something Paramore would have done at the time. It does not sound like a Paramore song. It wouldn't work as a Paramore song. Oh. Because it's not a Paramore song. Exactly. Like, it... If Haley Williams covered "Good for You," or if Paramore covered "Good for You," it would slap as ho- like hard as yes, fuck for sure. But it wouldn't but sound. It wouldn't sound like they wrote it if no. they did it. No, because they did it. Right. <laughs> and it's it's ah oh, man, it's just something I could go on about because I grew up listening to Paramore, so right. I grew up seeing these comparisons and like trying to hear it, and maybe I was missing something. But like the second you have a fucking woman vocalize anything Mm -hmm. you're stuck sounding like paramore and i feel like a lot of that deters a lot of women from making music is because they're afraid they're going to get compared to better more established artists right or something like that like be discounted because they don't sound like these artists and like oh i can't sound like paramore so what's the point yeah what else is there to do yeah like I've had that problem. I'm like, if I write this and sing it and say things and it's anywhere close to something Paramore could have done, which obviously it would be because, like, Paramore's up my butt, I'm up their butt. Like, I can't help it. I'm sorry. But, I don't know. I feel like it would it would stop a lot of people from realizing their potential because they're stuck being compared to someone else. Yeah. So, if we could all give Olivia Rodrigo a fucking break yeah. and let her make her music and find her sound before we start saying she's ripping someone else off. Because the album's good. It's got something for everyone because they all sound different. Mm. If you like Taylor Swift's new stuff, there's something for you. If you like Taylor Swift's old stuff, there's something for you. If you like Paramore, there's something for you. It's a good time. And that's great. It's good that she's playing around with it because a lot of first albums are like 50 of the same song. Right. And it's definitely not. It's a roller coaster. Right. Which is good. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it and I want to listen to it. I'm probably going to listen to that before I listen to 21 Pilots' new album. I would recommend it. It's better Because, like, I've talked to people and they're like, stop calling us Paramore. Yeah. Like, stop comparing us to Paramore. We don't sound anything like them. And they don't. Mm-hmm. And it just, I'm I'm sure it's frustrating. Right. Because, like, why, why would you spend all this time doing what you want to do and, like, put something out that means a lot to you and then have people say you look or sound like someone else. Right. What's the point? Exactly. Like, when I write poetry, I don't want to be fucking compared to Bo Burnham <laughs> or Watsky or, although, I would take both of those as major compliments, but, yeah. like, my work is my work. I don't... 
want to be compared to someone who has had more time writing right. or like oh if you like this type of music listen to this instead like exactly. it's just very condescending yeah and like it feels like this is better like oh she's here's not- a better version of this exactly here's this but it's good more like just she's 17 like she'll get there she, she's working on like seeing new artists come out and like bravely put their first creation out there is inspiring especially as kids yeah as like billy is incredible halsey started when she was 18 19 years old yep like olivia and just a bunch of like younger bands coming out uh what's their name chloe wrote <gasps> bugbear and shit like that mm-hmm. and like just TikToks being, like, a whole platform where people lift themselves up with their music and stuff. I've discovered so much new music from TikTok, and yeah. I'm not mad. It's I'm not time. either. Which is, it, it's, it's awesome to see this, like, that, that more people are, are looking to make different types of music, and it sucks that older people can't get past the, the fact, fact that, that they, can. it already, like, it, yes, music already exists to a certain extent, yeah. but, like, New stuff has to come out eventually. You don't want to listen to the same 20 songs over and over again. Like, yeah. if you wanted everyone to sound the same, just listen to the stuff that you listened to when you were a kid. Right. Not doesn't go anywhere. No. Hannah Williams has said herself, like, if you want to listen to Misery Business, it's on Spotify. Like, yeah. go find it. I'm not responsible for what you being stuck in the past. I want to move on. I want to make new things. And I want to make a new sound or, like, right. do something that I haven't done before. And for Olivia, that's everything because exactly. she's never made her own music before. Right. So, obviously, she's going to want to play around with rock and country and pop and all this other crap and find out what she likes and how to do it. Yeah. It's a learning experience. And I feel like anyone in music could tell you that. Yep. Anyone who's ever picked up an instrument probably doesn't make the same music now that they made when they started. Mm -hmm. And it's all an act of self-discovery and it's so annoying to reduce it just because people are women to, it sounds like Paramore because they're the only rock band with a girl that you know. Yeah. When there are tons of others you could probably listen to and enjoy. Literally thousands of others. Like, since the beginning of time. I raised you Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> literally. Like, Fleetwood Mac. Blondie. Fucking. Yeah. Joan Jett. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, yeah. Fucking Heart. Heart, that's what I was trying to, I was like, yeah. who sings Barracuda? Heart. <laughs> um. Anyway. And just like, like good music has existed for a very long time yes. and obviously if it's good people are going to want to be inspired by it and create it and do things with it and it's so aggravating to say you sound like this band you sound like that band when maybe one aspect is a little similar mm-hmm. and once again i'm talking in circles but, but good music exists across all gender and like regardless of it yeah don't discount a woman's music to sounding like Paramore because it's a woman singing. Right. Because not only is that super rooted in sexism, but it's just not true. Nope. And you're bored. Yep. You're definitely only listening to Riot. Get some taste. And even though Riot is an incredible album... It is. No other band yeah. sounds like Riot. Like, it, There's also more. Go try out. <sighs> so much more. <laughs> Please listen to After Laughter. Oh my god, listen to After Laughter. Anyway, my... In my fucking handle on TikTok is Stream After Laughter. As it should be. So I'm gonna read my patrons All now. Right. <laughs> because I have grown aggravated with the world. Yeah, now we're just frustrated. Men suck. True. 
and they should stop comparing women to Haley Williams because obviously we all want to be Haley Williams, but we can't all be Haley Williams. Okay, I'm sorry. I've tried. I did. I tried really hard for a very long time to be Haley Williams. And it just didn't happen. So I'm so far up Haley Williams' ass. I can see through the gap in her teeth. Yep. I just want to remind you all that that was something that was said during this podcast. <laughs> Haley Williams, if you're listening, I'm free on Friday. <laughs> and also, so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I love you, but I'm not. Your teeth are great. True. I like the gap. It's cute. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo sounds nothing like Paramore. That's the tagline of this fucking podcast. True, as it should be. But go listen to her album. It's really good. Give it a try. Because I'm sure you'll find one of the songs decent. I like Brutal. <laughs> I think it's fun. Michael Linehan, Mary Cabral, Holly Rapkin, Kat, Shelley Church, my mom, Max, and Haley Park. Howdy doody. Thank you guys for your money and your support. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you here you next week. Haley, do you have any plugs that you would like to plug? Uh, go follow me on Twitter. Link is in wherever you're listening to this, I'm sure. Um, and uh, hopefully soon, I will be selling horror movie inspired prints. Get on that. So I can live at school in the fall and afford it. So Woohoo! please support me. I'll probably start an Instagram or Twitter or something. So Exciting. Let me know. <laughs> I also sell prints and I'm working on stickers. Yes, and they're cool. Go get them. I have one of Haley Williams if you want it. Facts. <laughs> um, I'm working on a poetry book. Woo! And it's progressing, so maybe maybe things are happening. Um, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye, podcast. <laughs>